Hi guys! <laughs> Good morning everybody. Happy, um, what's today? Oh, Sage is not helping me out. <laughs> He's just quiet out there. Uh, talking to myself. Well, you guys, thank you for joining us today. Um, I'm excited to be with you guys this Wednesday. And, um, as you know, we're doing a series on finances. Amen. Finances. So, um, super excited, you guys, super excited to discuss finances today. So as we're waiting for people, I'm going to, um, take a minute and I'm going to let you guys I tell you, the picture's great, man. share. It's Sharing is caring, friends, so make sure that you share. So I'm going to take a minute and do that. And while I'm doing that, it would be amazing if you guys took a minute to do that as well. Let others join in. Let others um, let others partake of what we're learning about. Amen. So let's see. Let's bam right there. Bam right there. All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, super excited. Um, if you're just joining us, you guys, or you're just joining us on this broadcast and maybe you missed some of the other broadcasts, um, I just want to um, encourage you to go back and watch some of the other broadcasts, amen, or the two other broadcasts that we have done this week. I encourage you, again, go back and watch those. Um because you're not going to want to miss them. All right. All right. So today, good morning, Marianne. I'm a little bit crooked in my picture, aren't I? Darn it. Hmm. And I don't know which direction to turn. That's okay. So, um, okay. So today we're going to talk about the tithe, you guys. That is what we're going to talk about. It's fine. All right. So if you, good morning, Candy, I love you, I miss you, my sister. So listen, you guys, if um, you're just hopping on, please make sure, miss you, Tony, please make sure that you guys grab a pen and a paper, amen, and be sure and take notes, grab your favorite drink. I got coffee today, my husband said he sacrificed for me today, because um, he didn't get coffee. <laughs> So thank you, Jesus. Thank you for good husbands. That's all I got to say. Hi, David. God bless you, my brother. Amen. So listen, you guys, today, again, we're going to be talking about the tithe. Um, and can you turn that, please? Um, so let's jump right into it. Amen. So let's start with prayer. So Father, we just thank you. We praise you and we glorify you, Lord, for what you're going to do today. Father, I thank you, Lord for just uh, uh just giving people revelation lord of the tithe and and lord what the tithe is for the purpose of the tithe jesus i thank you father as we get in the into this today father i thank you lord for revealing yourself in a greater way father revealing yourself in a greater way father and i thank you for teaching us father how to do things your way in accordance to your word father how to prosper in accordance to your word jesus and how to do things your way father i thank you for that and i thank you for every person watching lord that they will lay hold of these things. Father, that this year is going to be their best year, Father. I thank you 2021 is going to be their best year, Father, and it's only going to get better, Lord. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. So make sure that you guys share. Ooh, I feel the anointing. And let's, let's, let's jump into it. So, yay, Sage. <laughs> He's just sitting back here. I can't see him because I got, I got the light shining on me. So, you guys. What is the tithe? So a lot of people um, have, you know, confusion with what the tithe is. And I want to tell you guys that the tithe is literally the 10%. That is what the tithe is. Amen. So tithe is a 10th and tithe actually literally, it literally means a 10th. So tithe is a 10th of all your increase. And that's what it means. It means 10. Amen. So people are like, well, am I really supposed to give 10%? Where do we get 10% from? Well, tithe means 10%. It means the 10th. Amen. So 
The tithe is 10%, you guys, of all that you give or all that you receive. Hello, Casey. God bless you guys. Um, please be sure and share the podcast, friends. So that is what the tithe is. It is 10%. And I want to tell you guys this, that the tithe goes to the church. Amen. So the tithe is the churches. The tithe is not what you give and the tithe is not yours. The tithe is not what you give in offerings, uh, you know, to other ministries or what you send to other ministries. If you have a home church, your tithe is supposed to go to your church. It doesn't go out because the tithe is not yours. Amen. So I, I, I want to make sure we make that clear because a lot of people will tend to want to give their tithes as, as an offering. And the tithe and the offering are two different things, you guys. It's not the same thing. You cannot give your tithe as an offering into you know a, a, a meeting that you go to or, like I said, into another ministry if you have a home church. The tithe goes to your church, you guys. The tithe is for the home church, okay? And ultimately, it goes to the Lord. You're giving to the Lord. But that's where it goes. And the tithe is not yours. It's not yours at all. It's like this. If Well, just just, just pretend with me. It's like this. If this was, uh, let's say, 100 bucks, and Sage gave it to me and he said, here, hold on to this for me. Hold on to this for me. Uh, um, I, I'm, I'll be back for it, but but I need you to hold this for me. And I'm like, oh, look at this cute pair of shoes over here. Okay, and I go and I spend that 100 bucks, and then he comes back for it. He's going to probably be upset because it wasn't mine to spend. It's not mine. It's the same thing with the tithe, you guys. The tithe is not yours. It's not yours. It's the Lord's. So uh, we need to, you know, make sure that we we get that in our head this morning. Amen. Is don't let the devil, you know, deceive you. Don't let him confuse you thinking like, oh, you know, it's okay. You can give this. No, the tithe is is his. You don't even touch it. Don't pretend like it's not even there. And when you get the first of your increase, whether it's, you know, whether it's a. Uh, uh, you, well, definitely your check if you're working, amen. But you know, if it's a, an offering, it's if it's whatever. We are always giving off of everything, 10% right away. You got to give that 10% right away off the top. Don't go shopping for groceries, pay bills, and then that's kind of the last bit. And then you're like, man, I don't know. I don't know if I should give this 10%. That's the last bit that we have. And then, and chances are you're not going to either you're not going to give it or it's going to put you in a hurt box. Don't even do that. You give the 10%, you guys, right off of the top. Hallelujah. So, um, I can't see all the, the, um, messages here. So, okay, let's see. I can see him now. I believe you reap what you sow. That's right, David. Uh, but listen, so the, I, I just want to make this clear, though. The tithe is something completely different. It's 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 not, you know, seed that you sow, and it's not offering. The tithe is the Lord's. It's the tenth off the top of your increase. You give it to him. Don't let the devil deceive you, amen, into keeping it, into eating it, into giving it away into some other ministry if you have a home church. Because it's the Lord's, you're going to put yourself in a hurt box, amen? So don't give it or spend it otherwise. You know, otherwise, according to the Lord, you, you, according to the word, you rob God. And we're going to get into that later. Amen. So hi, Turia. God bless you, my sister. Elaine, good morning. I love you guys. Thank you for joining you guys. Please be sure, be sure and share the broadcast. Amen. So the tithe is your covenant obligation. It's your responsibility to practice the covenant terms. Amen. Just like we were talking yesterday, we were touching on, um, you know, on uh, if we should prosper. And then, of course, I read you, you know, the scripture in in first Corinthians. Amen. Where it says, you know, that Jesus became poor, that through his poverty, we might become rich. And then Sage talked about that keyword might might because it's your decision it's your responsibility to follow the covenant terms as believers amen we are in covenant with Jesus we're in covenant with him this is not you know us just incorporating Jesus into our life it's not us just you know uh, uh just uh, just squeezing him into what we want to do. It's following Jesus completely. Hallelujah. So Casey has a question. She says, so when you get an extra lump sum, should you tithe off of that? 
Casey, I would tie off of that. Tie off of that. And this is this is why because it's the 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 first or the tenth of all your increase. Any increase that you get, I would give ten percent off of that. I mean, obviously, we know we we give ten percent off of our checks and what we work for, but you give ten percent off of everything. And really, what the tithe is is just saying, you know, Lord. Uh, everything every, I acknowledge you and I acknowledge that everything I have is from you I acknowledge that Lord you are the one who gives me increase that you are and we'll talk about that a little bit later too tithing helps keep your heart connected to God but you know as for as far as the 10% it's not ours it's the Lord's amen and that's what I want to get into you guys this morning is that it belongs to the Lord's it's not, you know, yours. It's not, you know, optional for you to even spend or give. It's the Lord's. Amen. So, um, let's see. All right, Jimmy. Awesome. So listen, you guys, tithing is your covenant obligation. Amen. It's your responsibility again to practice the covenant terms. So you win souls. This is a covenant terms. These are a part of our covenant terms. You win souls. Amen. You preach the gospel. You lay hands on the sick and you tithe. That is a part of our covenant terms that we are to practice. And it's your responsibility and your decision whether you want to practice those covenant terms or not. And I'm going to tell you, if you if you don't practice the covenant terms, you're not going to experience the blessing and the increase. You know, I'll just tell you for me as uh, when I was still new in the Lord, the way the gospel was presented to me is like, you know, I, like I was just going to be blessed no matter what I did. I didn't understand that you, there was covenant terms that I had to abide by in order for me to receive the blessing that Deuteronomy 28 speaks of. You know, we read that yesterday and, and I think it's worth going back and reading just that first bit today. Deuteronomy uh, 28 verse 1, now it shall come to pass if, see that's the key word, if, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God and to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, the Lord will set you high above all nations of the earth. Amen. So listen, it's, it's, you have to be the one to practice the covenant terms. It's if, if you do these things, if you're, uh, you know, careful to obey the terms of the covenant. And again, Isaiah uh, 119, if you're willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Amen. So we have to abide by these terms. And one of the terms is the tithe. So um, I want to go and I want to read Genesis 17 verse 9. So if you're taking notes, you guys, uh, Genesis 17 verse 9. Let's go there. And it's the, the beginning of your Bible. Amen. <laughs> so listen, it says, And God said to Abraham, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants. Amen. In fact, you know what? I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. Because I like how that one reads. So let me switch over real quick. Okay. So it says, Then God said to Abraham, Your, your responsibility. I want everybody out there say my responsibility my responsibility then god said to abraham your responsibility is to obey the terms of the covenant you and all your descendants have this continual continual responsibility so see it is your responsibility to obey the terms of the covenant amen that is your responsibility in order to to walk in the overflow and to walk in the blessing of the Lord and again the tithe is one of those covenant responsibilities along with preaching the gospel winning souls laying hands on the sick and seeing them recover amen hi auntie K how love you God bless you um, if you're just joining you guys please be sure and share the broadcast amen hallelujah so it's your responsibility listen and I'm gonna tell you guys I'll tell you uh, uh, just even for me and how I started tithing and I'll tell you what the Lord has done in my life. You know, people think, well, I don't, you know, I don't make enough to tithe. Like I don't, um, I, I, I don't know. I can't afford to tithe. You can't afford not to tithe. You guys, you can't afford not to tithe. Uh, 
you know, um, it's a requirement. It's not optional. It's an obligation. Amen. And our covenant with the Lord. So, you know, people think, well, I don't have enough. You know, I'm barely, I'm barely making it on, on a hundred percent of my check. I'm barely making it with what I have. Well, listen, you guys, it's better to be 90% blessed than a hundred percent cursed. Because when you don't tithe, you put yourself under the curse. Better to be 90% blessed than a hundred percent cursed. You can't afford not to tithe. Amen. Uh, uh, so, and, and I'll get into some of the benefits on the header of this video. I put three things that the tithe ensures. I want to talk about three things that the tithe ensures at the, towards the end of this broadcast. Um, but I, I want to continue to talk about the tithe. So I'll tell you, I had that mindset. I had the mindset like, man, I can't afford to tithe, Lord. I can't afford, before I started tithing, okay? I can't afford to tithe like Jesus. I was working a, a, a waitressing job. I was waiting tables. At that time, I had my daughter. She was pretty young. She was still in Pampers, still had to buy formula for her. You know, I was living with my mom. I was struggling still. Um, and I really, you know, had that mindset like, Lord, I'll tithe when I have the extra. I'll tithe when I have the money. But, you know, it seemed like I never had the money. Like, I never had the money. And, like, it was rare that I actually had enough that I felt I could tithe on. So I remember just really struggling and I was at a point where the Lord was, uh, well, not the Lord, where I was going to lose my car. And so I was like, Lord, take my car if you're going to take my car, because I I'm, I was super stressed to the max. I couldn't really pay my bills. I was several months behind on my car payment. They were fixing to come and repo my car. I knew it. I was waiting for them to come up and take it like any moment. So I remember I, I, I just told my mom, I was like, mom, I'm going to go, I'm going to go lay down because I, um, I just, I just need to rest. I can't, you know, I just too much. Like it was just too much for me at that moment. So she said, okay, I'm going to go check the mail. She went out and checked the mail and then she came back in. She said, Hey, there, here's a letter here for you, but it doesn't have like an address to return to sender. It doesn't have, you know, I, I don't know who it's from. And so that piqued my interest. So I got back up and I was like, well, let me, let me see this letter. So I looked at the letter that, yeah, there's no return address. So I thought, okay, so I opened the letter, you guys, there was, there was $2,000 cash in that letter and typed in it. So I didn't see the handwriting. It said, God bless you. I still, to this day, don't know where that letter came from, but I do know this. I was thanking Jesus. Amen. Because it was, a, it was, it was over and above what I needed to catch up on my payments and my car payments and pay some other bills. And when that came in, I told the Lord that day, I said, God, I will never withhold from you. Jesus, I will tithe. And I tithed off that money. And from that point forward, it did not matter how much I had, you guys. I made sure that I tithed and I tithed my increase. Amen. And I'm telling you from that point, I have seen the Lord take care of me in every area. I have never lacked Things may have been a little bit tight at times, but I have never lacked. I have never went without. From that point forward, I tithed. And you know what? I kept that little sheet of paper that set typed in there, God bless you. And I wrote scriptures on it so I would remember what the Lord did for me. I So I would remember that he always provides for me. So I would remember never to have that mindset of treating the Lord like he's, like he's an afterthought and saying, Lord, I'll tithe to you and I'll give to you when I have the increase. No, I decided, Lord, I'm going to give to you no matter what because it's yours. Amen. Just like I said before, because it's his we give that 10% of the tithe because it is his it does not belong to us so from that point forward I started tithing and I started tithing consistently and and ever since I am telling you I have never been in a place of lack ever ever since I started tithing like I was before I started tithing. I have never gone without, amen? So when we have this mentality of saying, good morning, my sister Hala, I love you so much. Miss you guys. We're gonna be seeing you guys this Sunday, so I can't wait to see you, amen? So, you know, from that point, I have never lacked as I did when I didn't tithe. So when we have that mentality of, God, I'll tithe to you when I, when I have it. Lord, I'll tithe to you when, you know, when I get the extra, then you're never going to have the extra. The enemy will make sure you never have the extra to give to, to God. And he'll make sure that he keeps you in a place of bondage. Amen. So the tithe 
belongs to the Lord. Everybody out there say that. Say the tithe. The tithe. Belongs to the Lord. Belongs to the Lord. Amen. 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 So listen, we got to obey the covenant terms. Amen. And we are still to be tithing. You know, people ask, um, you know, well, you know, should we be tithing? That was Old Testament. You know, we're in the New Testament. Yes, you should still be tithing in the New Testament. I want to say this, you know, Abraham tithed before the law. He tithed before the law. Moses was the one who brought it into the law, okay? And then Jesus said, he actually said in Matthew, uh, Matthew 23, 23, he said, yes, you should tithe. You should tithe. Hi, Kathy. I love you. She said, we're traveling to Utah. Amen. On, well, I'm glad you're listening. Hi, Troy. Love you, my brother. So I want to read this. And this is Matthew 23, 23. So again, if you're taking notes, please take notes. Um, if you have your Bible, um, you know, make sure that you make sure that you follow me here. So I'm going to be reading again out of the New Living Translation. And Jesus, of course, was talking to the Pharisees. Oh, you want you want to? I'm just gonna come. Sir, either you, <laughs> you come at the beginning or you you. Okay. So what sorrow? This is Matthew twenty three twenty three. What sorrow awaits you, teachers of religious law, and you Pharisees, hypocrites? For you are careful to tithe even the tiniest income from your herb gardens, but you ignore the more important aspects of the law, justice, mercy, and faith. And then he said, you should tithe. Yes. Jesus said that you should tithe. Yes. Everybody say, yes, I should tithe. Yes, I should tithe. You should tithe. Yes. But do not ne neglect the more important things. So Jesus was talking about justice, mercy, these kind of things, right? But yes, you should tithe. So it is in the New Testament. Jesus said you should tithe. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm, I'm reading some of the comments here. Amen. Love you. Okay, so we should be tithing. Yes, it's in the New Testament. So again, I want to say this. You know, Abraham tithed before the law. Before it was even a law. Before he tithed. Amen? And, and, and Moses is the one that brought it into the law. And then, of course, in the, in the New Testament, Jesus said, you should tithe. Yes. So when people ask, like, well, that's Old Testament. Should we be tithing? There's sage popping in my screen. <laughs> yes, you should tithe. Amen? So, um, so listen, now I want to go into, so that's, that, that's kind of just touching on the, I, I just wanted to go over the fact that the tithe is, is not ours. We don't touch it. And when you're planning to give your tithe, you do it off the top, you guys, right away. Don't wait. Don't wait till the end of your, you know, you're done paying all your bills and buying all your groceries and then you have nothing left because then you're not going to want to tithe. Don't wait. You give that to begin with. That's the first, that, that's the first thing that goes off the top. Amen. So, you know, the tithe is not yours. That was the first thing I wanted to cover. Don't let the enemy deceive you. Amen. And it's not yours to give. So don't sow, try sowing it as a, as an offering because it's not an offering. It goes to the Lord. And it, if you have a home church, it goes to your home church. Amen. And we'll talk about how that, how giving to your home church is, uh, is giving to the Lord. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I wanted to to um, touch on now three things that the tithe ensures. See, when you're a tither, this is the th the things that it ensures, amen, in your life. These are the things that ensures, hallelujah. So the tithe, again, is not offering. It's not sowing a seed. And it's not, a, you know, there's different offerings. There's a wave offering. I think there's a... Um, there's a first fruits offering, um, and there's a couple other ones I'm I'm not remembering right now. But it's none of those. The tithe is the ten percent that is the Lord's. Okay, so let's. Uh, I want to make that clear. Amen. So, yes, of course you guys are allowed to ask a question. Please, please do. Any questions come up, I'll read yes, them Yes, yeah, if any questions come up, you guys, um, Sage is going to read them to me. But absolutely, you guys are allowed to ask a question as I'm going through this. So as I'm waiting for, um, Toria has a question. So, sis, as you're, as you're typing that in, I'm going to um, go into 
three things that the tithe ensures, okay? So three things that the tithe ensures. The first thing is the tithe ensures your protection from the destroyer. Amen. So uh, if somebody wants to type that in, please, by all means, and I'll, once we're through, I'll put that in the header of the video as well. But the first thing is the tithe ensures your protection from the destroyer. So let's go to Malachi 3.8. So again, if you got your, your pen and your paper, make sure that you take notes on these. Let's go to Malachi 3.8. So I'm going to start. So when you get there, you can type in a little amen. So Malachi 3.8, it says, Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? And I'm going to be breaking down this whole thing. It, it amazes me that they're like the people were saying in what way have we robbed you you know the church is the same way today they don't even know that they're robbing god and god is like you know you're basically saying you're struggling in your finances and you're always in lack because you're robbing me and people don't realize that they're robbing god people don't realize that they're 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 actually hurting themselves when they're not tithing or maybe when they're they're tithe they're they're tithing the incorrect amount. It's not the 10%. They're actually giving less. People are, are robbing God in this way and they don't even understand, you know, because many churches aren't teaching this. And this is why we're doing this. Many people are not teaching this. This is not being taught in the churches, you guys. And it should be because when we're not teaching things like this, we're actually allowing the people to stay in bondage and continue to rob God or continue to do these things and stay in lack instead of helping them to increase through the teaching of the word you're to we as ministers of the gospel are to teach the whole counsel of the word that includes the finances amen so you know we are to be teaching these things that so people know that they're when they you know better you do better amen and so they're not robbing from the lord amen so um Here's okay the question do you want the yes question? go ahead okay the, the question, question that uh teria asked is if i have a home church but but I'm also a part of another ministry. Can I tithe 10% from my first check to one and the other 10% from my second check to the other? And then she said, or should it all go to my home church? So, okay. So your, your home church... Um, is is where you're going consistently and it's the place where you're being fed where you're being discipled okay that's your home church and the 10% uh, so if you have two different jobs the 10% from both checks need to go to that church because that's the church that's 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 feeding you spiritually right now that's the church that's discipling you right now so um, if you have you know more than one job and you're saying okay this 10% goes to this ministry this 10% goes to my home church you need to have both checks uh, the 10% of both need to go to your home church they need to go to your home church now if you want to give an extra 10% after you tithe to your home church to that ministry then that's fine you can do that that's completely fine but the 10% of both your checks should go to your home church Okay, so that needs to go to the place where you're being fed and where you're being discipled. Okay, so I hope that answers. I hope that answers your question. If you choose to give another ten percent after that, that's fine. Okay, um, so and hopefully, yeah, and you should. Sage said, but um, I hope I hope that answers your question. So, okay, so going back to to Malachi uh, chapter three verse eight. Again, the first point was the tithe protects you from the destroyer. Amen. Um, so will a man rob God? And yet you have robbed me. In what way have I robbed you? They said, he says in tithes and offerings. So again, I want to point out there's two different things here in tithes and offerings. So there's, there's, he says, you robbed me in the tithe because you're not giving me the 10%. But then you rob me in the offering, amen, because you're not giving the offering. We're going to touch on offering a little bit later this week, um, depending on how far we get in the tithe, amen. If we get everything in with the tithe today, then amen. We'll get into offering tomorrow. Otherwise, we'll, we'll continue on with this. But they are two different things. So verse 9, you've, you are cursed with a curse. 
for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. See, when you're not tithing, you are cursed with a curse. When you're not tithing, you're open to curses. When pe people who aren't tithers, how is it that they're always struggling? Even my own testimony that I gave you, I was always struggling. I never had enough. I always said, Lord, I'll give you when I have, okay? Lord, I'll give you when I get in a bun when I get a little bit extra, I'll give to you. But you're never gonna have extra because you're under a curse. You know, how is it that people who don't tithe are always struggling? Or people who get mad when we talk about the tithe or when we talk about the offering, they're always broke. They're always, you know, the, their tires are going flat, or the, you know, they, they get into fender benders where they're always having to dig out they're always more money is always going out than coming in and they're always wondering why and they're always wondering why they're struggling and they're always wondering why they can never make ends meet because they don't tithe because when you don't tithe you're under a curse according to the word of God that I just read you amen when your tithers are under a curse and when you don't tithe, you're always going to be a lack and you're always uh, you're always going to be under a curse amen so listen, you need, that's why I'm saying you need to tithe. So the first thing that the tithe, hi Joyce, love you my sister, long time no see. So when, when we tithe, it ensures our protection from the destroyer. So let's continue on. Verse 10, bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. I'm going to come back to that verse, but let's continue on. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. See, when we're tithing, you guys, uh, you're welcome, Heather. When we're tithing... Amen. The Lord rebukes the devourer for our sakes. See everything that I said for the non-tither that's under a curse. You know, money is like, goes through their fingers like water. They're always wondering, like, I just got paid. Where did all my money go? Because they're, 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 they're eating something that's not theirs. They've put themselves under a curse. Amen. But as a tither, the tithe ensures your protection from the destroyer. See, you're always, when you're tithing, the destroyer can't come and eat your crops. You're always going to bear fruit, amen? The money no longer is going to go through your hands like water. You're never going to have to worry about where things are coming from because you're always going to be blessed. The increase is always going to come in. Your crops will always yield, amen? Your, uh, your vine will always produce. There's always going to be enough in your household when you tithe because the Lord will rebuke the destroyer for your sake. So the tithe ensures your protection, amen, from the destroyer. That's the first point, amen? amen. Can I get an amen, LK? Amen, amen. <laughs> Troy asked if we would pray, and I think this would be a good time to pray that people would be broken out of the curse if they have not you know, that any curse would be broken off of their finances as coming into Amen. and aligning themselves with the word that you're speaking. Amen. So listen, you guys, if, if, if you're watching this today, we're going to get into um, the next two points. I just covered point one of the three things that the tithe ensures. Um, but if you're watching this today and already you're like, man, I'm messing up because I want to clear something else up. Because people always say, oh, am I supposed to tithe off of just my net, off of my, af after what is on my paycheck, after what's taxed? No, you tithe what's given to you before your taxes. You tithe off of your gross income on your check. So, I don't know why I needed to say that, but I felt like I needed to say that, okay? So, you tithe off of your gross. Um, but... If you're watching this today and you're like, you know, I'm messing up, like I'm not tithing or I'm inconsistent in my tithe, I'm struggling, well, we're just going to pray, make a decision today that you're going to be a tither, you're going to tithe the 10%, you're going to give it 10% of all your increase off the top, and we're going to break those curses off your finances, amen? I'm telling you, because when you tithe, as you just read, as you just heard in, in the Bible, in Malachi, you're under a curse if you don't tithe, you guys. So when you start tithing, it removes the curse and it opens the heavens over you. Amen. For the Lord to pour the blessing out over you. So 
So make sure that you tithe. So I'm going to pray over you. Um, Troy asked to pray. I, if, I'm going to pray over all of you. All of you can receive this. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray over every person watching this broadcast, Lord. May, Lord, as they hear the word go forth today, Father, I pray, Lord, that you would break the curse, Father, off of them. Lord, that as they purpose in their heart, Lord, to tithe. And I just want to say this. Just say this with me. Just say, Jesus. Jesus. Forgive me. Forgive me. For not giving you. For not giving you what is rightly yours for what is rightly yours forgive me forgive me for entering under a curse for entering under a curse jesus jesus i break that curse i break that curse in my life in my life in jesus name in jesus name as i purpose today as i purpose today to give you the 10 percent to give you the 10 percent of all of my increase of all of my increase in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can I just say one thing? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, <laughs> so listen really quickly. Really quickly. 1 Corinthians 6, 6, 9, verse, uh, verses 9 through 10. This is 1 Corinthians verses 9 through 10, chapter 6, okay? I just want to point this out to you. Uh, and I want to correlate this with Malachi um, verse uh, 8, chapter 3, verse 8. I want to correlate these two scriptures because in the beginning of Malachi verse uh, chapter 3, verse 8, it says, Will man rob God, yet you have robbed me? Well, listen, in 1 Corinthians 6, um, verses 9 through 10, it actually says that thieves and robbers do not inherit the kingdom of God. So, you know, when we're robbing God... I mean, we're, we're, we're robbers. A robber is a robber, right? Um, but again, when you know better, you do better. This is why we're teaching on this. You, we repented and it's going to be okay. Amen. But I want to point this out. When you're willingly withholding your tithes from the Lord, according to Malachi 3 verse 8, you are robbing God. And, and 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 and 10 says that you, robbers do not inherit the kingdom of God. Thieves do not inherit the kingdom of God. And the finances are holy, you guys. They're holy, I'm telling you. They are holy. So, you know, people people put themselves in a hurt box with the Lord and they put themselves under a curse because they don't have an understanding of these things and because they don't understand they're robbing God or they don't understand that maybe they're mishandling the finances, they're not being a good steward and they don't recognize that the finances are holy. They're holy to the Lord. And so, you know, uh, the Lord, they're, they're precious. They actually are. You know, I've sat and I've, 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 I've counted tithe weeping because of the holiness on the finances, you guys. So, so I just want to tell you, this is why we're teaching on this. Amen. And, um, I mean, that's kind of, that. I want you to understand the severity of this, but I also want you to understand that way you can break yourself out of this, amen, so we can get away, get up, get out of under the curse, amen, because according, again, to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 and 10, robbers and thieves don't inherit the kingdom of God, and we are not robbers and thieves, we are sons and daughters, amen, we are not under the curse, we are uh, under the blessing, amen, and this is why we're teaching on this, you are under the blessing, you are a tither, amen, you're not a robber or a thief, you are a son and a daughter, hallelujah, I just declare that over you in Jesus' name, amen, okay, so the second point, the second point that the the of the three points of the things that the tithe ensures is the tithing ensures the the true riches you guys the tithing ensures the true riches so i'm gonna go and i'm gonna read something to you guys so bear with me here one second tithing say everybody everybody out there say tithing tithing ensures ensures the true riches in my life true riches in my life so i want to read this from luke 16 verse 11 so if you want to punch this in please do or if you want to take notes um please feel free <clears throat> to do that again luke 16 verse 11 it says if therefore ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? 
So what you do with your carnal wealth determines how much of the true wealth you have access to. So we're talking about kingdom finances. We're talking about prospering. We're talking about prosperity. We're talking about the tithe. We're talking about money according to the word, right? So I believe that this end time, the end time church is programmed to prosper and God wants the end time bride of Christ to prosper. Amen. So we would be able to carry the gospel to the ends of the earth. It's going to take finances to do that. Amen. It's going to take finances to take dominion for Jesus. Amen. So what you do with your carnal wealth determines how much uh, of of the how much access you have to the true wealth that includes finances amen but the true riches let me tell you what the true riches are it does include finances but let me tell you what else the true riches are it's the sorrow free sickness free failure free trouble free confusion free frustration and depression free blessing that's the true riches. Say that again. It's the sorrow-free, sickness-free, failure-free, trouble-free, confusion-free, frustration-free, and depression-free blessings. You're just free. You're a free spirit. You're free. You're just free because that's what Jesus purchased for you. That's the true riches of God. Amen. Yes, it includes the finances, but that's the true riches. And see, people think, people look at, at, at money and prosperity as like, oh, something, something big. Like the, they focus on the finances. And yes, we're touching on that. And that is a part of it. But right here, what we read in Luke 16, verse 11, it says, if you're not faithful with unrighteous mammon, which mammon is the God over money, the money's not wicked. Amen. Money is only a tool to further the kingdom of God. But if he, he can't trust you with that, how is he going to trust you with the true riches? Troy and, has a, a question. and again, again, well, let me say this one more time. What you do with your carnal wealth determines how much access you have to the true riches. What's the question? Troy asks, I have a question. Can I take the 10% and divide it into the kingdom or does all 10% go directly to my home church alone? And then Heather uh, asked, if this was if she wanted to know the answer as well okay um so again um the 10 percent all goes directly into your home church it all you you you're not supposed to split it um it's uh, the 10 percent automatically goes into your home church because again that's where you're being discipled that's where you're you're being fed um that's where you're uh that that's your home right that's your home church and so it needs to go, the, the fool of the 10% needs to go to the home church because we don't, you know, the thing is you don't even want to risk it, amen. You don't want to risk what we just read about, you know, robbing God because the 10%, I mean, the 10% is the 10th. So when you're splitting it like that, it's no longer the 10th, amen. It's no longer the 10%. So it needs to stay together. It needs to be all together and not split up and it needs to go to your home church, amen. So, okay. So he said, thank you. you are very welcome. So um, again, the second point, you guys, tithing ensures, uh, uh, ensures the true riches in your life. Tithing ensures the blessing of the true riches in your life. Amen. And how faithful you are with your finances, the carnal wealth, right? Determines how much of the true wealth you have access to. Okay. So. I wanted to point that out, and, and it's everything that I just read. So if you're not living a sorrow-free, sickness-free, failure-free, trouble-free, conf confusion-free, frustration and depression-free uh, life or blessing, then we need to go back, and we're going to talk about stewardship as well over the finances. We need to go back and look at the stewardship because this has to do with stewardship. This particular point has to do with your stewardship and handling the finances well. Amen. Auntie but, Bobby Luna asked, extra giving is seeding? Question. Um, yeah, extra giving can can be seeding. Absolutely. Uh, aside from the 10%, it can be, it can be seeding. And Absolutely. Then, and then Hala asked, could you please repeat that? Okay. About where the tithing goes. Okay. So um, 
about where the tithing goes? Yes. The tithing goes to your home church. It goes to your home church. It doesn't go to any other ministries than your home church. And it needs to be the full 10% because that's what the tithe mean it means. It means 10%. So it's not to be split up. It goes to the home church um, where you're being discipled and where you're being fed. Amen. And you know what? Let's let's read this because let me I feel like this is I we need to go to Hebrews 7. Let's go to Hebrews 7. Amen. Let's go to Hebrews 7 because Hebrews 7 actually talks about what happens to your tithe when you give it because people it's people are like oh well it's going to my church or well yeah you're giving in the physical to your church but really what you're doing is you're at you're ultimately giving to the lord so um so when you're giving you're giving to the the your pastors which which as we're reading this think of your pastors as the priests right of of the church but you're it ultimately goes to the lord Okay, so I'm going to start in verse 8. It says, the priests who collect tithes are men who die. So, and then it's talking about giving to Melchizedek. Um, so maybe Sage can kind of help me with this too. Is, so Melchizedek, which is like, was like Jesus, it was a picture of Jesus, is greater than they are. Because we are told that he lives on. In addition, we might even say that these Levites, or the priests, the one who collect the tithe, paid a tithe to Melchizedek when their ancestor Abraham paid tithe to him. So I'm going to continue on verse 10 for although Levi wasn't born yet the seed from which he came was in Abraham's body so when Melchizedek collected the collected the tithe from him. So if the priesthood of Levi, I'm going to read it first and then we'll go back and kind of explain it. So if the priesthood of Levi or what which would be like the the ministers, right, in in the church on which the law was based could have achieved the perfection God attended. Why did God need to establish a different priesthood with a priest in the order of Melchizedek instead of the order of Levi and Aaron? Okay, so maybe I'm reading too much here. Okay, so I'm going to jump down to verse 15. This change has been made very clear since a different priest who is like Melchizedek has appeared. Jesus became a priest not by meeting the physical requirement of belonging to the tribe of Levi, but by the power of a life that cannot be destroyed. And the psalmist pointed this out when he prophesied, you are forever in the order of Melchizedek. Okay, so I'm, 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 re I'm reading too much here, so bear with me. Okay. <laughs> Let's jump down to the last verse. The law appointed high priests who were limited by human weakness, but after the law was given, God appointed his son with an oath, and his son had been made perfect, the high priest forever. Okay, so this is actually not what I wanted to read, although, um, although it's in that verse, but in that chapter, in chapter 7. And I would have had to read the whole thing, and it's too much to read right at this moment. So the point is, you guys, um, that that you're actually giving to Jesus. Melchizedek was a type and a picture of Jesus, okay? The Levites um, and the priests were are like the, the pastors, right, at your church, like the ministers at your church. And so when you're giving to the church, you're actually giving to what it's saying is like Melchizedek, which ultimately is Jesus because he's the high priest. Jesus is the high priest of the house, amen, of the church. So what we're doing when we're giving our tithe to the church, even though it's going to the church in the physical, ultimately it's going to our high priest, Jesus. Okay, so that's chapter 7, Hebrews chapter 7. Basically, that's what the whole thing is saying is even though you're giving to the priests of the house or the church, ultimately what happens to your tithe is it's going to the Lord. Amen. So that's what Malachi 3 8 is talking about when he's saying you have stole you've robbed from me because when you're not sowing into your home church you're robbing God amen okay now that we got that out of the way does anybody else have any questions oh the two points um holla so the two points we're gonna move on to on to the third point but to recap the first two points the tithe protects uh ensures the tithe ensures your protection from the destroyer. The tithe ensures your protection from the destroyer. That's Malachi 3.8. And the second point is tithing ensures the blessing of the true riches in your life. And I read Luke 16 verse 11 in that, okay? Now verse 3, or point 3, the tithing erases your need to borrow. 
The tithing erases your need to borrow. Amen. So the tithing, if somebody wants to punch that in, you're welcome to erases your need to borrow. Let's go back to Deuteronomy 28 verse 12. Deuteronomy 28 verse 12. See, because here's the thing, you guys. God's intention for us is that we would prosper in all things, even as our soul prospers. Amen. He desires that we prosper in soul. He desires that we prosper physically. He desires that we prosper in our health. He desires that we prosper in all things, even as our soul prospers. Amen. So God desires to prosper us. He desires that we would take dominion, that we would redeem the time, that we would be, uh, you know, masters over our finances, that we we would be good stewards over our finances and that we would be the one see the original design was that people were to come to us as the church to borrow from us that we were we were the source to our community we were the source to meet the needs of the people around us that is the original design of the church is we are the ones to be the source that people are to come to that the lost are to come to that we're the ones to meet the needs Okay, so uh, and, and it got backwards. So Deuteronomy 28 verse 12 says the Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens to give rain to your land in its seasons and to lend to many nations. But you shall not borrow. See, we are being we are to be lenders to nations, you guys, and not borrowers. God desires that we be the lenders. We are. Do you know? Do you know that? Uh, a majority of of the um of the the jewish people do you know that they're lenders they don't borrow they do they do not borrow you do not as a jewish person you do not borrow you don't borrow you know that they are lenders that they own a lot of like the chase banks and um you know some of the 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 major you know major financial institutions they got this concept they taught their children, you don't borrow, you're to be a lender, you lend to others. People come to you to borrow, you don't borrow, they come to you, amen? So they have an understanding of this, and this is what God is, is designed for us to be. We are to be lenders and not borrowers, amen? In fact, there's another verse that says, and I don't think I wrote this one down, um, but it says, that it's the wicked who borrow and do not repay. It's the wicked who borrow and do not repay. We are not wicked. We are not wicked. We are sons and daughters. Amen. We are righteous. Hi, Pastor Eddie. So, you know, it's the wicked who do that. It's the wicked who borrow and do not repay. Amen. So God designed that we be lenders to many nations and not borrow borrowers. Do you know how much uh, prosperity or increase that or abundance you have to have to be a lender to nations? Amen. This is something that that, like I said, the Jews have have caught they have grasped this they teach their children this that you do not borrow you do not borrow you use your hands and you work and you 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 know you you lend amen you lend but you don't borrow and they speak the blessings over them every that's right sage said day. they speak the blessings over their children every single day the blessings in the word of god every single day amen and that and because of that they prosper so we're to be lenders to many nations amen and not borrowers um let's go and let's look at psalms 37 Oh, actually, I did write it down, the, the scripture. So if you want to write it down and take note, um, the wicked borrow and do not repay. That's Psalm 37, verse 21. Psalm 37, verse 21. But in Psalm 37, verse 25, it also says, um, I, I'm, I was once young and now I am old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging for bread. And I just declared this over you today that neither you nor your seed will be found begging for bread. Neither you nor your seed from this day forward will be found begging for bread. No longer will you have to go and borrow. No longer will you have to always ask for money for gas or, or borrow for bills or borrow to get a new tire or borrow for whatever. No longer because you are not a borrower. You, you, I prophesy over you, you will be a lender and you, and you, hallelujah, will not be found nor your seed will be found begging for bread in Jesus name. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, this is the tithe, you guys. This is why the tithe is so important. Do you know that there's a lot of major well-known corporations today that actually made a point. They were tithers. They were tithers. And because they were tithers, they increased. Their businesses exploded. Their businesses uh, prospered. And they have, the, these men and women became wealthy, wealthy people. You know, the Rockefellers, even the crazy thing is, this, this is how potent, this is how powerful, this is how imperative the tithe is. The Rockefellers, if you know anything about them, they're actually fairly w wicked people, but they actually tithe. They actually were tithers to their local church, and because they tithed, they actually increased. Their businesses increased. The craft, uh, you know, craft cheese and these the craft products, they were tithers. They tithed Colgate, the you know that you brush your teeth with, and they create a bunch of other products. Colgate, Colgate, they tithed. Uh, uh, KFC, you know, Colonel Sanders, who has now a Kentucky Fried Chicken. You can find one almost virtually everywhere in the world now. You know, almost in every you know city or town. He tithed. He was a tither. Amen. So, you know, tithing is is important as a believer. It's not even it's not even an option. It's an obligation. As a believer, tithing is one of your covenant obligations. And when you tithe, it protects you. And not only that, just as these men and women in these massive foundations increased and prospered, tithing opens the floodgates over you amen that is why they prospered because the tithe opens the floodgates over you going back to malachi really quickly i said i was going to come back to this verse verse 10 bring the tithe into my storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me in this now says the lord says the lord of hosts if i will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it this is the only place in the bible that the lord says test me in this and he says i will pour you out such a blessing that you will not have enough room to receive it it's through the tithe you guys he will open the windows of heaven over you no longer are you under a curse but the window of heaven opens over you and the blessings just start flowing that's how these businesses started to increase amen that's how these businesses became some of the most prosperous businesses that we know today here on earth amen is through the tithe the tithe is potent it's potent and it works both ways when you don't tithe the curse is potent amen you can never get ahead something's always going wrong your pipes are bursting your 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 tires are busting and going flat your 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 radiator blows you can never make the bills you know you can't make ends meet so just as it's potent when you are tithing it's potent when you're not and you cannot again you cannot afford to not tithe if you have the mindset Oh God, I can't afford to tithe right now. I'll tithe when I have the extra money. You're never going to have the extra money and you're always going to be broke because you're sitting under a curse. Again, it's better to be 90% blessed and then 100% cursed. Better to be 90% blessed than 100% cursed. But when you tithe, guess what? You're not even 90% blessed. You're 100% blessed. Amen. Verse 11. Is Hallelujah. Amazing. Hallelujah. Sage said verse 11. I... I Sir, I, I I went over a whole teaching on that. I don't know where you were, but <laughs> it's so good. I don't know where you were in that portion, but I said verse eleven is amazing, and I said I taught a whole thing on that. That was one of the points. But but listen, the tithe is potent, and it's a covenant obligation. You can't afford not to do it. Amen. So as we're talking about the tithe today. I'm telling you, if you're again, if you're not a tither, you need a purpose in your heart today. God, I'm going to tithe. No matter how little or how big my paycheck is, no matter how little or how big the increase coming is coming in is, I will tithe no matter what because I will not rob you, God. The tithe is not mine. I recognize that, Jesus. The tithe is not mine. Come on, let's say that again. The tithe, tithe is, not, is mine. not mine. It belongs to God. It belongs to God. That's right. So, you know, as you decide, Lord, uh, it's not mine. I'm not even going to touch it. 
and I'm going to give it to you right away off the top. Lord, I thank you as I do that from this day forward, Lord, that you are going to open according to your word in Malachi verse 10. You are going to, chapter 3 verse 10, you're going to open the windows of heaven over me and you're going to pour your blessing out over me so much so that I cannot contain it, Lord. And I thank you, Lord that you're going to do that. I thank you. You're not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. But I thank you, Father, for pouring out over me as I purpose. I'm going to be a tither in Jesus' name from this day forward. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. So as you know, as you say that today, as you said that today and purpose that in your heart today, that you're going to tithe no matter what, I believe that you're going to see a dramatic shift in your life. I believe that you're going to see an increase in your life. Hallelujah. I believe you're going to see the windows of heaven open because the word says it. And the word is, is the word, the word is the word. It's not, it works. It's true. Amen. So I believe as you purpose that in your heart today, you guys, that you're going to see a dr drastic turnaround in your life. Amen. And I want to say this too, you know, the, the tithe, nobody's exempt from the tithe. Sage and I as ministers tithe. Pastors are supposed to tithe. You know, the congregation is, everybody, everybody as a believer is supposed to tithe. Nobody is exempt. The priests and the pastors are not exempt from the tithe. They're to tithe too. Sage and I tithe to our church, to our home church. We tithe. We give offerings, amen, to our home church. So... Fact, you know, we, gave more than we yeah, we 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 give and we get because it's a joy to give, and we see this principle at work in our life. You know that the the, the we're always taking care of the blessing is always coming in, amen. So, um, so listen, I want to pray over you guys today, amen, and I want to bless you guys, and I want to put a couple of things out there, hallelujah. I, I want to say this. If you don't know Jesus today and you've never made him Lord of your life, if, if you have never entered into a covenant relationship with Jesus, you're never going to understand what I'm talking about. And this principle, this covenant principle is not going to work for you because it's only for people who are in covenant with Jesus. It's a part of the covenant. And if you don't know Jesus, that means you're not in covenant with him. So uh, uh, Jesus... Listen, I'm telling you, Jesus wants you to live a prosperous life. What does that mean? That means, yes, finances, but that means in your soul. He wants you to live a life free of the depression, a life free of, of anxiety, a life free of condemnation, a life free of sin. He wants, to live you in he wants you to live in complete freedom. Amen. He loves you. He loves you. He doesn't desire that you live in depression and anxiety and bondage and addiction and all these things. In fact, Jesus purchased your freedom on the cross through his blood and through his body. So listen, if you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, we're going to pray this together today. Amen. So you can enter into covenant with him and you can start getting to know him and start receiving, amen, the things that he purchased for you. So I want to pray this together. Let's let's do this together, you guys. I want everybody to say this with me. Just say, Jesus. Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. That you lived. That you lived. And that you died. And that you died. And that you rose on the third day for me. And that you rose on the third day for me. I believe. I believe. That you wash me. And you wash me and you cleanse me now and you cleanse me now of my sins of my sins thank you father thank you father, for forgiving me for forgiving me and cleansing me and cleansing me of all unrighteousness of all unrighteousness jesus jesus fill me fill me with your holy spirit with your holy spirit Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Be Lord of my life. Be Lord of my life. Teach me how to serve you. Teach me how to serve you. Teach me how to follow you. Teach me how to follow you. And Jesus. And Jesus. Give me a burden for souls. Give me a burden for souls. And a hunger for your word. And a hunger for your word. Hallelujah. In Jesus' Hallelujah. name. 
in Jesus name in Jesus name hallelujah listen if you say if you said that prayer if you prayed that prayer for the first time or maybe you said it as a rededication I say amen welcome to the family you guys uh, if you prayed that prayer on the header of this video it says if you prayed with us to receive Jesus it has an email please send us an email or you can send us a message on messenger we want to connect with you we want to get you connected with the home church if you don't already have one and we want to send you some information amen so, um, so we got to take care of business there first. Amen. That's the first thing. Now I'm going to pray over you guys and I'm going to bless you as each and every one of you have purpose that you're going to be tithers no matter what. I want to bless you guys. Amen. I want to bless you in, in your, in your finances and in all realms. Amen. Of your life. Hallelujah. So I just want to pray this. So I just want everybody put your hands up where you are. So, Jesus, I thank you, Father, over every person on this broadcast, Father, as they've learned your word today, as they have a purpose in their heart, Jesus, that they are going to be tithers uh, no matter what, Father. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father, Lord, that they will see a dramatic turnaround, a drastic turnaround, Father, in their lives, Lord. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are going to open the windows of heaven over them, Father. And that you are going to pour out a blessing so much so that they can't contain it, Father. I thank you, Jesus, for every person on this broadcast as they practice our these covenant obligations, as they practice the covenant terms, God, which include tithing, Lord. I thank you, Father. That 2021 is going to be their best year yet, Father. That 2021, Father, is going to be their year of turnaround, a year of increase in every area, Lord. And that they are going to prosper in every area of their life as they practice the covenant terms, Father, that you've laid out for us, Lord. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. We love you guys. We bless you. Please be sure and share the broadcast. Amen. Don't forget to give people an opportunity to give. Yes. Listen, I want to give you guys an opportunity to give. Again, I'm going to make this clear. This is not your tithe. Don't tithe to us. if we're. <laughs> please. Uh, we don't want it. Amen. Because that goes to the Lord. Uh, that goes to your home church to the Lord. So listen, but we want to, we do want to give you a chance to sow seed though into this ministry, into the message. Um, if you want to sow seed, uh, well, first of all, we ask that you ask the Lord if you have you sow seed into this ministry. Amen. Partner with us to reach souls, to reach uh, uh, our community, to further the gospel. Um, if you want to do that, if the Lord has placed it on your heart, go to the header of this video. There's different avenues you can give: PayPal, Venmo, Cash App. Amen. Be obedient. Do that. Um, and uh, and be blessed, you guys. We love you. We bless you. Please share the broadcast. Amen. And we will see you guys tomorrow, 9 a.m. for another session on uh, finances in the kingdom. Amen. Love you guys. We bless you. Mwah. Say bye, friend. And my friend has to turn it off for me on the other side. <laughs> my friend Sage, where's your